0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. How Historic Rainfall Overwhelmed Zhengzhou. Written by Wang Mengyao, Qing Mingxing, Ge Xinghang, Zhu Tianyi, and Hanwei. Published by Tyson Global. Read to you by Heather Mowbray. The evening of July 20th left a devastating memory for many people in Zhengzhou, Henan province, as record rainfall inundated the central China metropolis. Torrential rain turned streets into rivers, flooding subways and road tunnels just as commuters were making their way home. More than 500 people were stranded in subway carriages when floodwaters burst into the metro system. They struggled for hours amid thinning air and rising water before they were rescued, but some didn't make it out alive. At the same time, drivers were forced to abandon their vehicles on swamped roads and others could only watch as their properties were washed away. Subsequent power and water cuts left millions in limbo. Described by authorities as a -a once-in-a-millennium event, the deadly rainfall caused 63 deaths with five people still missing, according to official data released Sunday. At least a dozen of the victims were killed in a major subway line. Several others were found dead in tunnels along a key expressway running through the city. As the flooding recedes and the city of 12.6 million struggles to get back on its feet, people were asking why the city was so vulnerable to flooding. The Zhengzhou disaster also sounded alarms for many Chinese megacities over their infrastructure resiliency in the face of increasingly extreme weather incidences. For the past five years, Zhongzhou has been part of a national pilot program to build so-called sponge cities with enhanced flood prevention and control capabilities. Under a plan issued in 2018, Zhongzhou was to invest 53.5 billion yuan or 8.3 billion US dollars in flood control infrastructure. The Zhongzhou disaster spurred discussion of whether the sponge city program is adequate for enabling large Chinese cities to manage severe flooding. Huang Guoru, a professor at the South China University of Technology, said the Zhengzhou rainstorm was so heavy it significantly exceeded the designed flood control capability of any Chinese metropolis, even for those in the program. Moreover, evidence is emerging that institutions and employers ignored repeated urgent warnings of excessive flooding on the way, continuing with business as usual. I didn't expect that the rare red alert would be largely overlooked, said Ye Tien, a disaster management expert at Beijing Normal University. It was a big mistake. In the three days before July 20th deluge, Zhangzhou had been battered by rainstorms. Then, in just one hour between 4 and 5 p.m., more than 200 milliliters, nearly 8 inches of rain, poured down on the city, dumping the equivalent of 1.5 billion cubic meters of water. Between the evening of July 17th and July 20th, The city received 617.1 millilitres of rain, almost equivalent of its annual average of 640.8 millimetres. While paralyzing Zhengzhou's public transport system, the downpour also disrupted electricity and water supplies in most parts of the city. Many residents have difficulty connecting with the internet or receiving cell phone signals. According to government data, the city relocated almost 400,000 people as of July 23rd the historic flood affected 44,000 hectares of crops and caused direct economic loss of 65.5 billion yuan, or 10 billion US dollars. Deadly rainfall The Zhengzhou Meteorological Authority on the night of July 19th issued a top-level red alert for the rainstorm, forecasting 100 millimetres of rainfall over the next three hours. Since the evening of July 17th, the rain kept falling without stop, and maintained a relatively heavy level, said He Ru, a public servant in Zhengzhou. But like many others in Zhengzhou, He thought it was just another rainy season that was slightly more severe. Her employer didn't issue any notice of changes to working schedules, and she decided to go to work as usual on the morning of July 20th, although parts of the roads were covered in water. It wasn't until 2pm that He realized the neighborhood was severely flooded, and her car was almost completely submerged, She called for a road rescue service and was told that the area had become inaccessible. Chen Xing, another Zhengzhou resident, left for home around 4pm when his company told everyone to leave early as the rainfall intensified. Chen decided to take subway Line 5 as surface transportation became difficult, but he didn't know that the normally 15-minute ride home would turn into a harrowing trip. Chen and other passengers were trapped underground for hours as floodwaters deluged the subway system. Chen said he thought he might be unable to make it as he struggled to breathe in the flooded carriage before rescuers arrived. But the 30-year-old Xiao Pengpeng was less lucky. Xiao lost contact with her family around 6.30pm when she was stranded in a train on Line 5. Two days later, Xiao's family found her body was in hospital. According to official data, more than 500 passengers were evacuated from the subway system on July 20th. Twelve people were confirmed dead, and five others were injured. The Ten Minutes Line 5 is one of the busiest subway lines in Zhengzhou, and the best option for many urban commuters during bad weather. According to the city's railway operator, daily passenger travel on Line 5 reached 374,200 people on July 20th, nearly one-third of the entire subway network's passengers. City authorities said heavy rainfall swamped a subway carriage parking area near the Sha Kau station on Line 5, where the trains were trapped on July 20th. Floodwaters breached defensive barriers around 6pm and rushed underground through the entrance of the trains. Ten minutes later, the whole subway system was suspended. One person who participated in the design of Line 5 told Tsai that the railway was designed to handle floods with severity of once in every 50 years, but the July 20th flood exceeded that capacity and overwhelmed the drainage system. The person said the disaster on Line 5 reflected the railway operator's flaws in emergency response. With flood water rushing underground, if the system continued operating for 10 minutes, it would definitely trap trains, the person said. The newspaper Southern Weekly cited a safety official at the Zhengzhou metro, identified as Zheng Yutang are saying that although the subway company can halt the system when floods enter the tunnel or affect power supply, the official suspension order still requires approval from city authorities. Before the decision came, subway staffers tried desperately to stop the flooding, Zheng said. Flood Havoc The floods disrupted Zhengzhou's public transportation citywide the evening of July 20th as floodwaters covered roads, tunnels and subway stations. Many people were stranded in transport stations and highways because of the heavy rain, said Li Zhuo, a rescue worker. All the road tunnels along Jingguan Expressway, filled with water, killing at least two people and swamping more than 100 vehicles. The 25-kilometre thoroughfare is a main road running through Zhengzhou from north to south, and a backbone of the city's urban transportation system many residential complexes in Zhongzhou experienced power and water cuts starting late July 20th. According to the city's Power Distribution Company, more than 300 power lines and more than 400 transformers were damaged by the rainstorm, leaving large parts of the city without electricity the night of July 20th. In the first affiliated hospital of Zhongzhou University, the largest medical institution in the city, the sudden power outage endangered patients using ventilators. Medical workers had to use manual equipment to help them breathe. The rainstorm also damaged Zhengzhou's telecom infrastructure, affecting tens of millions of users, the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology said on July 21st, Internet access in the city was also largely down. As the flood receded, roads re-emerged but were riddled with holes in the Zhongyuan district in central Zhengzhou, Eighty-four road collapses were reported as of July 22nd. The damage mainly reflected improper repairs during previous renovation work, one government source said. As the rain stops, a small collapse can be fixed in two to three days, but some more severe damage will take half a month, said Ao Mingcheng, a road maintenance official in the Zhongyuan district. He Qian at Beijing Normal University said the Zhengzhou flood shows how extreme weather can trigger a chain of disasters in rapidly growing cities. With interruptions to transportation, power and communication, the natural disaster becomes a series of social problems, which require a coordinated mechanism to deal with, Ye said. The sponge city. As flooding overwhelmed Zhengzhou's drainage system, questions emerged over the city's years of heavy investments to improve flood control. By 2020, 23.6% of Zhengzhou's urban area should have met national standards for sponge cities, and the percentage was to increase to 88.5% by 2030, according to the 2018 plan. The sponge city concept focuses on using urban drainage and ecosystems to retain and recycle as much as 70% of rainfall. Such a design would fit cities with mild weather changes, Ye said. But many cities in northern China have imbalanced precipitation throughout the year. And if heavy rainfall came over a short time, the sponge city system would be unable to handle it, Ye said. A large part of sponge city construction is building an intensive underground sewage network. But in Zhengzhou, many of the areas worst hit in the July 20th flood were in the downtown area, where the sewage network has been well developed, according to South China University of Technology's Huang who attributed the problems to outdated equipment and lack of maintenance. The Sponge City program alone cannot deal with all urban rainstorms, and only a unified system, including subsystems such as runoff controls and storm sewers, can solve problems such as waterlogging, Huang said. Neglected Red Alerts Warnings were issued before the rainstorm struck. Zhengzhou's Meteorological Authority sent five red alerts warning of severe rainstorm risks late July 19th and 20th. The red alert, the highest-level warning, indicates potential risks of flooding and landslides that require disaster prevention measures. Schools, businesses and gatherings should be halted under a red alert. However, few people in institutions heeded the warnings and most companies kept normal working schedules, Taishin learned from interviews. At 5 p.m., July 20th, the city's Flood Control Authority raised its emergency response level to the highest level. But by then, torrential rain had gone on for nearly an hour, and millions in the city were already on their way to commute home. A Guangdong provincial emergency management official told Taishin that a red alert for extreme weather provides a reference for the public and government agencies. But it doesn't have any enforcement teeth. Government departments can make their own decisions in response based on the alert, and requirements vary across regions. It's a question of balance between safety and costs, the official said.